New Zealand's new Minister of Pacific Peoples says he's passionate about the well-being of Pacifica community and wants them to flourish. Dr Shane Retty not only holds the Pacific portfolio, he's also the Minister for Health, promising positive outcomes for the people he'll be serving. Minister Retty has been an MP since 2014 and has been National's Pacific People's spokesperson on the opposition benches since 2021. During his first week on the job, he told Alicia Foon that he's committed to the roles over the next three years in government. We've started discussions with the uh, Ministry for Pacific Peoples and uh, at PACE we will bring up a range of targets that uh, we believe and our intention is to tangibly improve the lives of Pacific Peoples. And so we've started that piece of work uh, already and uh, once we settle and agree on those targets then we'll get straight underway implementing them because we are a government that wants to deliver tangible benefits that people actually see, touch, smell and feel. And so we're underway with that piece of work right now. Although this hasn't been finalised, what does this look like? Can you provide examples of what tangible change and targets are? What I can tell you is that they will sit uh, across the domains of, uh, and not necessarily all of them, but uh, the targets and outcomes will derive from the domains of economy, health, education, law and order, infrastructure, housing. Those will be the main domains that we'll take the uh, outcome measures and targets from. Will there be any changes to the Ministry of Pacific Peoples under this new government? Um, the Prime Minister has given me the privilege of being the Minister for Pacific Peoples, and that should send a signal um, that he values the ministry and that uh, he would put a senior person uh, in that role. So we should draw our conclusions from that. And prior to the election, David Seymour mentioned there needed to be some changes, that he wanted to abolish this, but obviously you're in this position. Will we see any um, bureaucratic changes to the way that it's managed in terms of funding and financing? Uh, So what you will see uh, will be consistent with uh, our uh, commitments and discussions across all of government, Uh, That is that possibility of a 6.5% reduction, which has been flagged uh, in the coalition agreement uh, across all government departments that will apply to, well, apart from health and education, uh, that that will apply and we'll need to work our way through that. Um, But at the end of the day, uh, we will still be committed to achieving the outcomes that make a difference. The National Party doesn't have any MPs with Pacific Heritage, but you bring over 30 years' experience to this role in your Māori. So what can Pacific communities and leaders expect from you in terms of connection and working with communities and church leaders? Yeah, so uh, my clinical life uh, and my style, if you like, is very people-focused. And so you'll see substantial effort uh, into relationships and relationship-building Having said that, uh, at the end of the day, there still needs to be tangible outcomes. And so it's a a parallel process, if you like, to build relationships, to build trust that then help you get to those outcomes. For example, uh, it is likely that uh, across health and or Pacific peoples that uh, immunisation will be an outcome measure. Uh, It strikes me that relationships with people of faith Uh, particularly for Pacifica communities, uh, is something that we should look to develop and build that trust with. And I think we belatedly learned that with COVID, that uh, there is a resource here 
that if we can build a relationship with, we may well be able to advance a goal that we all want. That's the sort of things I'm interested in, in developing. And yeah, you mentioned COVID and we saw Pacific peoples have the highest rates of vaccinations and this was a community-led initiative over the course of two years. So do you think that there is power in community and power in enabling Pacific community leaders who know their people and know what works? Absolutely. The uh, mantra for help, uh, uh, if you like, or the, the mechanism for, for health will be to devolve decision-making and funding as close to the home and the hapu as possible. And so that starts to get down to communities. And, and I agree with you, the response that we generated during COVID uh, was extraordinary. So what are the learnings? How do we encapsulate that? Uh, how can we power it up and do even better uh, so that we can take uh, that body of work and apply it to immunisation and other objectives that we have? You've been a family GP for about 16 years and serving on the Northland District Health Board for three terms. Do you believe targeted services are important, especially for Māori and Pacific, the most vulnerable population group in Aotearoa? Yes, I do. I think once we accept that uh, distribution of resources uh, must first be predicated on need, then once we've set that principle, uh, if we look and say, well, where is the greatest need? Well, it turns out actually uh, Māori and Pacifica can have some of the greatest need. So once we've set that first principle, uh, then it becomes clear as to how um, how resources can be allocated. If you believe this, how does disestablishing Māori health do this and how is that aligned? Oh, it's aligned very clearly because uh, the Māori Health Authority is a centralised entity with all the funding in Wellington on a Wellington knows best philosophy. And I've just said to you, I have that. Uh, implementation mantra that uh, resources, decision-making and funding should be as close to the home and the hapu as possible. And it's quite quite different to where the Māori Health Authority uh, currently has its, its, its operations. There seems to be a lot of concern from doctors and health professionals and uh, the New Zealand Council of Medical Colleges alarmed with the government's decision to scrap smoke-free legislation. Why are you in support of this, considering the law will reduce the number of outlets selling tobacco products from 6,000 nationwide to about 600? Uh, so this is now a discussion you need to have with a responsible minister uh, who now has this delegation, which is uh, Minister Casey Costello. But do you back this personally as someone who has been in the health profession for 16 years? Uh, we back all of the uh, decisions and statements that have been made in the coalition agreement. But from a health perspective, do you think that this is good for people at risk, and particularly Pacifica communities? I think what is good is an ambition uh, to continue to drive down smoking rates uh, across New Zealand, and that's an ambition this government has. How will you walk the talk and follow through and provide tangible outcomes if this action is in the opposite direction? Again, the uh, implementation of that legislation is now in the hands of the responsible minister, uh, Minister uh, Casey Costello. Uh, I'll be focusing on a range of health outcomes. Pacifica populations um, are very much uh, very youth-focused now. We're seeing a lot of young people come through the ranks. Um, how will you, uh, I guess, as a Minister of Pacific Peoples, focus on incorporating um, and supporting people um, who have come here from different Pacific regions and still um, want to hold the cultural language as something that's really important to them and they want to kind of um, make sure that their heritage is kind of respected in workplaces and um, a part of their, their mana and being? Yeah, the Ministry of Pacific Peoples has been um, uh, explaining to me, albeit we're in early stages, some of the work streams they have which encapsulate uh, what you've just seen. Uh, that's still part of briefings uh, we're having. 
Um, but uh, I am understanding the work that's being done and what some of the aspirations in the ministry are for that. Do you support the language weeks? Uh, the ministry are uh, uh, um, briefing me um, on that. I understand I think there are seven, maybe, if I'm correct. There are nine language weeks. And um, so this is a piece of work that I'm, I'm, I'm asking uh, from them. And uh, certainly it's been encouraging uh, what the initial discussions have been as they've explained to me uh, the, the importance uh, of the language weeks. Um, I'm encouraged by those early discussions. I spoke to a lot of Pacifica outside of South Auckland. I think when we think about Pacifica people, we think, oh, everyone is in South Auckland. But actually there's a large population in the South Island as well. How will you support people in the South Island and, and particularly our Pacific populations around health and accessibility? Mm, uh, so this this is a discussion actually for all New Zealanders. I mean, I'd put to you, good luck getting an appointment with your GP tomorrow, or for any of us actually. So this is a wider discussion uh, around access, recognising that certainly Māori and Pacifica can have even uh, greater challenges, sometimes because of the remoteness and reality uh, where where they live. So um, this is a wider discussion around access in the health context. And uh, that's a piece of work that I'm seeking briefings on and that we'll, uh, we'll, we'll look to apply ourselves to uh, over this, this term of government. Uh, do you have a message for Pacifica across Aotearoa? Ah, uh, just that uh, they should be encouraged that uh, Prime Minister Luxon uh, has placed a very senior person uh, at the helm uh, of the ministry. And uh, that sends a signal. And uh, I have a, a deep passion and a love for this portfolio. And uh, I want it to flourish and I want Pacific people to flourish. Thank you.